Hey everybody, Jay Shlansky here from the Fifth Trooper Network. I just want to take a moment to thank you for checking out this show. Did you know that over at thefifthtrooper.com we have tons of other content, including blogs, other podcasts, all kinds of stuff. In addition, if you want access to exclusive content, you can join us on patreon.com slash thefifthtrooper and join at any level and you'll get access to uh, exclusive blog articles, access to our private Discord, and much more. So please, Check us out, and thank you so much for all your support. Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm here with Tim and Mike, what's up, gentlemen? Aloha. Oh, yo, yo. Are we in Hawaii today? Um, No, it's very cold. So definitely not Hawaii. Um, Hang on. I, it I is, wish it. What's up? It is not very cold. It is. It is brisk. Uh, it is cold enough that I am unhappy. What temperature is it? <laughs> Uh, let me tell you. Hold up. Let me. Let me. I I know that I know that you are going to embarrass me with, with whatever I'm about to say. However, I am going to look this up. It is 47 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Well, I'm going to convert that quickly. <laughs> okay. It is 40 Fahrenheit in where I am right now. Okay. Okay, that's not that bad. No. But it gets down to like negatives regularly up there. Oh yeah, it's 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 going down to thirty two tonight. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> I used to live someplace like that. I don't anymore for good reason. Because um, I don't like the cold, and it is, <clears throat> I guess, brisk. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it hasn't yet snowed yet. It hasn't here either. It's just been kind of like windy and, you know, Did it snow medium last coat, year? Medium coat weather. Did it snow it... at all last year? Yeah, I feel like, I don't think it snowed here. Or at least it didn't stick if it did. I don't think it did either. Yeah. And I, I recall the, uh, my wife's a teacher, uh, and I recall them being despondent at the lack of snow days because for some reason, Virginia builds the snow days like into their contract schedule. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um like growing up in chicago it would be like you know you have whatever say 160 days 160 school days and then if you had a snow day they would just tack one day on at the end of the year cool. um but here they have like if you say i don't know what the exact number is i'm making these up but they have like 170 school days and 10 of those are snow days so if they don't actually have snow days then they just go to school for an extra 10 days <laughs> <laughs> i see they don't get any freebies huh they're no not like, they're not like here's two <laughs> weeks off at the end of the year you're good no it's yeah it's kind of silly um especially because i feel like around here they call snow days at the drop of a hat which look they do they don't get snow often enough people are not used to driving in it we don't have the plows in sufficient quantities to like clear all the roads in time but still um you're, and you're i, I think yeah i know and i think it is 10 snow days 
which seems like a really high number, but that basically means that they need to actually have 10 snow days so that they're not like wait, you know, going to school for extra days for no reason. I mean, when it snows here, uh, school's canceled for like a week. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. But then you have some winters like last winter where it just doesn't snow. And to be clear, Tim, when we say it snows here, we mean a couple inches, maybe. <laughs> we mean that snow falls from the sky onto the ground. Yes. <laughs> that's the definition here for a snow day yeah. it might be an inch it might be half an inch it might be three inches those are all snow days yeah. <laughs> we we have two types of snow days we have cold days and we have like we can't get to school days because cold days if it's minus 35 celsius without wind chill or minus 45 with wind chill which we're at the temperatures where fahrenheit and celsius are basically equal um then it's canceled and we get like yeah that's like freeze your eyelashes instantaneously like yeah temperature yeah, yeah um and that's we get like five to ten of those a year and then there's also okay. for, um, <laughs> please, please god no <laughs> um and then we also get the literally can't make it to school days which is uh there's been so much snow overnight that like we have a lot of plows basically all the plows can run the whole circuit in like one or two days but if they get bogged down then yeah we can't get through so yeah um but up here like especially if it's really bad so they just run the plows on the highways constantly um to keep the hard pack clear and then mm -hmm. once then they start doing the gravel on the side roads <laughs> or they'll sense. just say screw it and just everyone will hunker down with snow like six seven eight inches in like a night and then everyone will get up in the morning and start dealing with it <laughs> see in chicago if that happened um the plows would have cleared that like yeah. six inches overnight that usually we had to go to school on those days yeah. <laughs> um, Our, oh yeah i come from the country like in but the, there's it, also it's much less rural yeah yeah, yeah. in the city is different than where i'm from is yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, growing up, I think that I had maybe three to four like snow days that I can remember, and those were all because it was too cold, not because the plows were unable to clear the snow. Wait, like totally for people to get to? Yeah. Oh God, we had it. <laughs> we had at least double that every year, and and I lived someplace closer to what Tim is describing. <laughs> yeah, I mean you probably get more snow though i mean chicago gets a lot of snow yeah, yeah. but it's like i'd say in in the realm of you know you, you go further north than chicago into canada or obviously like you're close to the canadian border it's that's to the point where you just the plows cannot keep up well and, and, and it's also just like in chicago there's enough like infrastructure around right and enough people that you have to just keep everything clear whereas I live yeah. at the end of uh, a mile and a half, nothing. So the plot to actually get to our house takes a while. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's a big piece of it. All right. <laughs> well, we are going to talk about Legion today instead of just weather and snow. We're talking about health. I don't know what you're talking about. Tim clearly <laughs> lives in Echo Base. Do we need to we need to do the the Hoth background. The uh, I'm sure I have. There we go. Here we go. Well, well that's way too early for it to be home, but well, I think that's, that's actually supposed to be hot. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. 
And we're actually not talking about anything related to Hoth today. Uh, we're talking about Battle Forces, though. We are going to talk about Battle Forces, which I guess is kind of related to Hoth and that there's an Echo Base. I'm, I'm attempting to help you segue here. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of which we're talking about today. Yeah. In fact, we're talking about the two Battle Forces that are featured on Kashyyyk, which is frankly the opposite of Hoth in terms of both vegetation and temperature. Um, though not water content. Well, liquid water content. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're going to talk about the Wookiees and the experimental droids. I know that we we kind of hot taked, hot took, hot taken. We did hot takes on these right after Mini Strav. But on this episode, we're going to actually kind of deep dive into them a little more since people have had some time to put them on the table. We're going to talk about, you know, how they've been doing what we think uh, you should actually be doing if you're running one of these battle forces and if it's any good. So, all right, should we start with the Wookiees? Sure. Let's start with the Wookiees. I'm personally very excited for this battle force because I already have most of the Wookiees needed for this. I was one of those people that when um, the new Wookiees came out, I was like, I love my old Wookiees. I had three units of rebel wookies because wookies were awesome um i was like those sculpts are really cool and if i want to run republic wookies um i'm gonna have to like rebase all my rebel wookies anyway and maybe i want some ranged wookies too so i just bought like three more boxes of wookies so i have six boxes of wookies which with the extra wookies in there is enough to run most wookie lists that you'd want to run so i'm excited for this um have you guys had a had a chance to either attempt uh, or face Wookiees yet? And if so, what are your thoughts on them? Love them. So much fun. That's fair. I have slain a lot of Wookiees. I have not played them yet. Um, but I do think that they're pretty interesting. It's, it's a it's a new and unique way to play Republic, which I think is is cool. Um it's got a lot of like little inch like um quirky things that I actually think are also like pretty beneficial, which we can talk about. I do wish that like, I didn't have to buy another six boxes of Wookiees to run this battle force, but that's just me. <laughs> yep. What's been your experience playing them, Tim? Um, well, the number of Wookiees I have, I've just been doing Yoda, Chewie, and then a bunch of naked Wookiees, um, which I have gotten a lot of Wookiees slain because how much is a bunch just for uh so that'd be six times three is 18. so six so... wookie units for 18 wookie models got it okay yeah. plus chewbacca i assume plus chewbacca yeah. yeah and um wookies go charge um i've mostly been playing it as a fun let's just push everything forward um but turns out a speed one move plus a guidance plus double moving Gets a Wookiee unit really far off the, really far up the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what a uh, double move plus a move that's a triple move, which would be range three basically, and then yep. another speed one move is almost range four. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty far. <laughs> and also surprising people by moving, you know, they withdraw from a Wookiee unit, shoot them move them back into melee. Yep. 
the the speed one move hijinks are are real um i definitely feel like the um i feel like there's kind of two configurations that you can run with this there's the yoda version which you're kind of talking about which i think is maybe a little bit more mainstream and i think that there's also a version of it that where like people are running triple flutters uh without yoda um i think it kind of remains to be seen which one is better i think i think the flutter list contrary to maybe um like uh to a state the obvious thing is i actually think the flutter list might have more play to it than the yoda list just because the yoda list kind of has like one mode and you must go forward and do the things um whereas the flutter list i think has a little bit more room to uh just kind of work around the board and work your opponent into like an awkward position more in in what i would describe as a more standard game of legion yep yeah and you can actually objective skew pretty heavily with that flutter list because you're taking if you have three flutters you're, you're taking bombing run depending on how many activations you can get it up to you're probably also taking breakthrough and then wookie's basically any wookie list is going to be good at hostage because you can make a wookie the hostage yep and then when you kill a model they get a free speed one move <laughs> and you know everybody knows how important free moves are for hostage units so yeah i, I i'm not sure that it puts it in like the like vader yoda or palp no. hostage bucket yeah. there's it's still kind of like a tier below that obviously if you're running the yoda wookie list like you have both so that's really good right um <laughs> but but if you're running the non-yoda version like don't think the speed one move kind of puts you in a situation where you feel like you should be playing hostage against those characters yeah, you're definitely like not as bad off as just a random gun line or something would be, and you're going to be much better against a random gun line or something with just your Wookiees than you know any other normal list would be. I will say one thing additionally in the favor of the Wookiees uh, in the Yoda Vader type matchups on Hostage is typically the play in those situations is for Vader or Yoda or whoever to kind of like yank your Hostage back often into melee with them and wookies are the opposite of a core unit in melee with a force user especially if you have a battle shield wookie which if you're running hostage you know that's a pretty good idea like they can potentially just sit there and whack away at vader <laughs> if he wants to be in melee with them and be like all right and then you've got other wookies that are close by invaders in the middle of the table in melee with one of your Wookiee units already. Um, you know, now clearly you still have to actually get your hostage back to your zone. Uh, but you have a much higher chance of killing a Vader or Yoda in that situation, I think, than like a normal list would. Yep. Yeah, I also think um we don't see this happen a ton, but it is a what i would describe is like a reasonable way to win hostage exchange and that is to just like w key your hostage unit into your opponent's army you know if they move if they move a wookie unit with a battle shield towards them and then they like set up on the edge of their deployment zone like 
you can kind of get pretty close very quickly. Obviously, you can't melee them because you can't start engagements. Right. Um, but there's some, there's some, you, I don't know. You can get real close real fast, um, and you could potentially do a lot of damage if you've got like a bowcaster. You know, you could you could easily delete a unit on the turn that um, you're kind of like Im immune to enemy effects, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest that unless you've practiced doing that several yeah. times. Um, but it is a way that you can win matchups that maybe you ordinarily wouldn't. Um, Could be especially pertinent if you have a Yoda to move, like force push things into your hostage unit. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, and at the end of the day, movement shenanigans aside, hostages hostage usually devolves into a slugfest in the middle of the table. And if there's one thing Wookiees want, <laughs> it's a slugfest in the middle of the table. Yeah, that's fair. That's very so. fair. Yeah, um, so that's a long way of saying I think you can make a pretty scary objective deck if you run the flutter version. And I don't know that it even has to be three flutters, although the Wookiee Battle Force flutters are amazing, uh, or at least significantly better than the normal flutters. So you, you might want to run three. It just starts to get awkward with the points pretty quickly. It does. Um I definitely think the the flutters are the new flutters are really good. The speed three move is like a big deal. Yeah. Um, have you been messing around with a flutter in a near list, Tim? I don't own a flutter, so no. That's fair. <laughs> there are flutters all over my local gaming store at the moment, so they're everywhere. They are spindly mofos. Yeah, they're traveling great. with them is a whole other. Oh, another ordeal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're the, at speed three. They're the same speed as a T forty seven because they're the same base size, except they also have reposition. Now, obviously, the, their firing arcs are much more awkward, but um, depending on how you look at it, right? Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess, sort of. They both have rear arcs. <laughs> sure, but the rear arc gun on the T forty seven is like not the thing that. I you care about with the T forty seven. Um, however, it depends on how you're using the flutters, I guess, right? Because you can do the the whole, you know, bank to one side of your target, do the do the shot, reposition, and then end up right back where you started, basically. So, um, it's definitely harder to like set up shots than it is with a T forty seven, but uh, it's easier to do some things like that kind of hit and run situation. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've tried to make a couple flutter lists, and I can't. Every time I make one, I'm like, "There's only like three or four Wookie units in this list. What am I doing?" And then I end up just with all Wookies. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it it definitely feels like if you want to take like the toys, you can't actually do what the list is like thematically right. trying to emulate, right? Um, even with Yoda, it's like okay. If you take Yoda and you want to build like a Wookiee list, you're gonna be at eight activations and you're not gonna have heavy weapons on any of your on any of your Wookiee dudes. Which I mean, I don't know. That that aspect of it doesn't feel great, right? I, a Wookiee, a three-man Wookiee unit is significantly different than a four-man Wookiee unit is in terms of resiliency, offensive output, like 
it is night and day different. Um, it it's also especially crucial because the whole gimmick is that you get the speed one move when a model dies. When you only have three models, you like you get one use of that gimmick, um, and then the units starting to feel real bad. Yep. Whereas if you have four um, models, you're likely going to get two uses of that throughout the game. Yeah, I think that that's very fair. I, you know, I think it's it's also probably pretty likely that I think the like. <laughs> air quotes perfect like version of the wookie defenders um maybe hasn't been found yet if there is one um uh, yeah i don't know and one of the things about this list that i actually i didn't really realize until i played against it was like order control is actually like pretty easy with this list because all your core units are using special forces tokens and all of your special forces are also using special forces tokens so like all of your wookies like you can have like seven special forces tokens in the back right i think it's seven yeah or yeah. no it's way more than that you could technically have up to you could have up to 10 right and in, yeah. in theory i mean i don't think that you can actually it fit that fit. with points but, but like yeah in in theory if there was a cheaper you know special forces unit available i guess if, if they were all naked, you could fit 10. Because yeah. they're only a naked Wookiee 69, a naked melee Wookiee 69, and a they're naked... 72, right? Yeah, 72. So you could fit... You could fit 10. Well, you'd have to take him commander. Let's see. Now I'm curious. Yeah, and the cheapest <laughs> commander you can take, I think, is Chewie, right? Is Chewie cheaper than the Wookiee Chieftain? Chewie is. Be. Yeah, it does fit. So... <laughs> uh, six naked Wookies, six sorry, six naked melee Wookies, four naked ranged Wookies, and a naked Chewie is seven ninety two. You also have activations. Uh, you also have like perfect order control basically every turn as long as yeah. you get Chewie in order. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your entire your entire bag of special forces tokens basically. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, that's a lot of wounds to put on the table. Um, I. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is that's ninety nine Wookie wounds plus Chewy, so I guess it's. It's Chewy like, Wookie. Are you, are you, yeah, yeah, it's it's one hundred eight, one hundred eight yeah. Wookie wounds. Yeah, um, which is really high. So one <laughs> one of the things that that I do when I'm designing lists, I'll look at the the list's total effective wounds, which uh, I'm sure we've talked about that stat on this cast before but basically it's like on average accounting for saves how many saves would you have to force to kill a unit yeah. so for example a stormtrooper unit with four wounds has a red save which is a 50 50 shot to save so on average you'd have to force eight saves to kill those four models right so their effective wounds is eight even though they only have four wounds most lists like most efficient optimized lists fall kind of in the 90 to 95, sometimes 100 range on effective wounds. Um, clones can be higher when you're factoring in like surge tokens and stuff like that, um, especially Anakin lists. Some Anakin lists you can get up to like a 105, 110 area with yeah. surging saves. Um, but that's accounting for saves. 
this particular list that we just made, which clearly the firepower on this list is lacking. <laughs> you yeah. don't have any heavy weapon up heavy weapon upgrades or anything. But 108 wookie wounds, that's just like raw wounds. That's if you fail every single save. That's 108 straight up wounds. They've got to push 108 hits to table you. Right. And that's if you fail all your saves. Yes. Well, let's see. That's if... Best case scenario for your opponent. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. And I'm curious what the effective wounds on that would be. Well, it's just, it's... well Chewy, Chewy is a one out of three. Yep. Basically. Like one, 125 ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's like fourteen percent more. It's, it's like sixteen point five percent, uh, or sixteen point two five percent. I don't know, something like that. Sixteen point five, right? That's thirty three point three ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's one hundred and thirty two. Uh, yeah. Out of my head, instead of thinking about it. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. It's a lot of things to kill. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's good because your firepower is zilch, but if you get to melee, it's not terrible. Oh sure, yeah, their melee ability is fine. For uh, that list, if you drop a ranged wook, you could have two ranged wooks with low casters and then some other upgrades, and suddenly you're like actually having a list. Yeah, I might like drop one of the ranged wookies and just slap tenacity on everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean so that would be 10 activations. You still have 18 points for three copies of tenacity if you drop one ranged wook by two bowcasters. Oh, I was suggesting just it, screw the bowcasters. Screw the bowcasters <laughs> and just drop Just like buy tenacity and recon intel for everyone. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's. Eight points a unit. You have eighty points left if you if you cut one of the ranged wooks. So yeah, that would do it. Actually, that'd be exactly eight hundred points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you you maybe don't need to put tenacity on the range, the other ranged wookies, so you can like fudge around with what those points are. But I think recon intel is mm, probably stapled to most of these. I I my nickname for these lists is the Wookie Slide. Um, because it's just a landslide of Wookiees, uh, that, basically. That's my Yoda version of this is Yoda with his stuff, and then Chewy Wooks all with tenacity and recon intel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you... I mean, I don't know. I uh, there's a lot of like little optiony things you can do with this. This um. Battle Force that feel like oh like we saw this in the movies like with like a infantry support platform or maybe some like art troopers or phase twos or whatever. I I suspect that the best version of whatever these lists are probably includes one of these options. I just don't know what it is yet. I think it's probably a phase two. I think I think having like a like the potential to like fire support yep. either either a flutter pierce gun or like a ranged uh wookie bowcaster shot both of those things seem cool to me the issue is getting the order to the phase two consistently and reliably because you can't take a clone commander right um i guess if you're taking yoda maybe but then you're taking 
very expensive units in the Yoda list. So you're probably not at eight. I mean, if you're just running Chewy or a Chieftain, uh, you're basically taking probably the three generic Wookiee cards and then the three, you know, push assault and ambush. So in actually all of, well, not the uh the wookie cards are kind of awkward i don't remember them offhand on what they give orders to so they are not as awkward as you would think um the one pip is the only one that actually has rank restrictions on it and it's one special forces or um support which is amusing that it works on a flutter Um, or arc troopers i guess if you have arc troopers for some reason because it's not specific to wookie troopers the effect on this one is not specific to wookie troopers neither is the rank restriction uh Mm -hmm. it has to be a wookie trooper that issues the order but um yeah so that one you can't give an order to phase two but all five of the other cards in your hand obviously push assault and ambush you can and then the two pip and the three pip for wookies do not have rank restrictions on them the the only restriction is that uh, it has to be issued by a wookie trooper commander and then the actual effect on the cards don't do anything if the target is not a wookie trooper but you can still give them a face up so the two pip is probably the biggest opportunity cost there because that's I think the best Wookiee card it gives an agile one Um, so that's kind of an annoying opportunity cost the three pip is the demoralized thing and that's like whatever I guess yeah Um, and you'd still have two Wookiee units with demoralize on that turn anyway which is probably enough to do what you're playing the card to do so yeah I think the answer is if you have like a phase two in there you just do it the old fashioned way and you give them an order from your card Oh, it feels so gross. I know. <laughs> we have to play the game the way it was intended to be. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, remember before we had, like, when the only way to get a face-up somewhere else was HQ uplink? Yeah, I do. Um, those we, were the days. A lot of people played 10 points for it often. They sure did. <laughs> yep. That was the most popular comms upgrade for a while. Um, Okay. Yeah, I, the the one that interests me the most, I think, is the flutter version because I really would like to try those new flutters. But um, if I do that, I will have to buy and paint flutters. So uh, I have three un, unbuilt flutters. I that's funny. Like I I bought flutters for like the Republic, like actually trying them out and like Republicy shenanigans. Because I don't really see this as a Republic. This is not a Republic army. I've I've told all of the people that are playing Wookies that they're they're really traitors and they're. They, they're playing like a chic they're not this isn't a republic list <laughs> so doesn't, interestingly doesn't token share so fun fact uh a flutter the special flutter with the bowcaster gunner the nasp gunner mm-hmm. is 72 points which is the exact same cost as a naked ranged bookie unit <laughs> so uh i would instead potentially consider taking this list that we just made and basically hard swapping the three ranged wookies for a three fluttercraft. I think that's uh, probably the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's slightly less wounds, but um there's still six wounds with cover too, so that might be and they're immune to melee. So that might be kind of a wash actually in terms of like overall 
durability and you get some more firepower plus objective play in the bargain. So depends yeah, on what's shooting is... at you, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um if you're getting shot by something with sharpshooter two, that's not gonna help you at all. But um yeah, I and then you get more objective play. So that would be three flutters, chewy, six melee wookies with tenacity and recount intel. That seems like not terrible, right? Pretty good. I don't know if I'd say it's good. Um, I'll give it a solid. I will take it to a local store tournament and have some fun with it, but I would never bring it to like a, a convention, like a convention tournament, and unless it was like everybody agreed in advance, we were all memeing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sort of situation. Um, right. Yeah, I just, I just don't think the units. I mean, like one of the fundamental things about like lists these days, the units in them generally are like so flexible and able to like flex into multiple roles. I think the problem with this battle force in general is that it's very hard to take anything substantial and like actually end up having an, like a cohesive army at the end of the day um, that, that does more than one thing. I think you can have a cohesive army, like kind of, you know, Tim, the list you were talking about with Yoda, Chewie, you know, a bunch of naked Wookiees. Like it, that is a cohesive list that has a game plan and like does things, right? But it, do, it does like, it does one thing. Um, and if you get caught in a situation where you can't execute your game plan, you sort of, kind of just lose if if we were playing like i got a convention where you know the eventual winner was going to have a loss it'd be a much safer take like because at some point a wookie list is going to get super hard to hide right yep. either by table and for circumstance um so if you like where but most conventions or big tournaments you have to like win every game right yeah so that's what we're always building towards is a list that can win every game. Yeah, I agree. I like the, the conventions like LVO and um, we ran Nova this way this year where like you can take a loss and still make the top cut. I think all of a sudden, like it's a little bit more tenable to take something like this than maybe in. And I think that's one of the reasons that those formats are better. It's yep. one of, one of many reasons I think. Um but yeah, I agree. If if you're if you're looking in like a situation where you like can't take a loss, this probably isn't the list to bring. Yeah, which frankly, I think for a battle force, that almost feels like it hits kind of where they seem to be indicating they originally intended they wanted to hit balance wise. Where it's like heavy on theme, good enough to mess around with at a local. Uh, or go like X and one at a major tournament, but not something that's going to suddenly like define what you're doing with a faction, kind of like Blizzard Force did, right? Um, yeah. So I think play Blizzard. Yeah. So I, so I think that's, I think that's good, right? Essentially, what we're saying, you know, this is a you can you can make a very like above average, but not 100 consistent list with Wookies, and that seems to kind of hit the mark with where battle forces are supposed to be so um yeah i'm gonna try it at some point because i love wookies and i have enough to do it so 
Yeah. And I think, you know, somebody may crack the code on this and figure it out. Um, I also think like in a world where like maybe they end up changing scale again or something, yeah. like, this list could get a lot better. Assuming the Wookiees keep the keyword. Um, I think one of the big things uh, is that uh, like playing luminous beings and having access to all of your do list stuff, like immediately online is really clutch. It is really good. Like all of a sudden having like Wookiees that are immune to Pierce and melee and also have surge backup against like Vader or something. All of a sudden Vader's lightsaber is not feeling as hot, right? Like you're maybe only losing like a Wookiee as opposed to two, or you can like double move charge and like still have your Pierce duelist shenanigans up. Um, I, yeah. I think Yoda Yoda gives that like a lot of a lot of um a lot of flexibility. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited to see what people come up with. Yep. All right, should we talk experimental droids? Yeah. This oh man. <laughs> Do you guys know what the theme basis for this is? Because I cannot figure it out. No, I, I don't care what the theme basis is. This is my favorite Battle Force they've done by a mile. The special rules are super interesting. Um, I kind of wish they had just... Maybe there would be a balance problem if you can take normal Magnus in here. <laughs> and maybe that says something about Magnus. I don't know. But I kind of wish they had just made like this battle force but with normal magnus you know what i mean like they made the wookie battle force with normal wookies i don't know yeah i i don't get what the need to create some kind of like special crappier magna guard for this to be a thing as someone who's played against a lot of magna guard over the last few months three is already really good i think if you could take more than three in a list it would be busted af so maybe it's a balance choice yeah right? I, I, Which... I in fact i i don't even think i know it would be busted it's it wouldn't be close um okay yeah i you would people would just be getting tabled by magnus all day now well who knows whether that was like why they did this but i'm glad they didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the same reason that everyone's glad that Aiden is not in Tempest Force, right? Or at least we're glad that Aiden's not in Tempest Force. Yeah. Um, maybe wouldn't that be big be, be that big of a deal? I don't want to have to deal with uh nine snipers being a thing that you can do, or whatever the number would be. Um, but yeah, whether regardless of why the decision was made, it's probably better that you can't spam Magna Guard. Um. Well, you can it, they're just right. they're just the, the bad ones yeah yeah <laughs> um especially given how let's just talk about the special rules because i think this is super interesting i'm with you on that at least the special rules for this battle force like this is great i hope that they do more stuff like this because it's really interesting um basically you get th three surge tokens a turn which accumulate by the way uh, for those that don't know, there's a forum ruling basically clarifying that 
the end phase only picks up tokens that are on the table. Um, so, and these are on the unit card. Uh, so you're going to get, you know, maximum use out of your surge tokens um, for these special abilities. And basically you can increase the target speed by one, game an aim or dodge, add one black and one white die, or remove up to two suppression. The last one is kind of whatever. There probably are times where you'll be able to save a unit from panicking with that, and if that's the case, then it's obviously going to be situationally amazing. Well, you yeah. couldn't save yeah. them from panicking. It's a free action. Um, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. It, has, it yeah. has to happen. And it's enduring. It's right. activation. Yeah. 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 So right. that's, that one's pretty much never good. That one's pretty niche. niche. That, that one would be like if you have a carrier at the end of the game that like oh they have three suppression on them once they rally let's but you could just recover anyway like it just saves you recover action potentially it might let you like recover move or basically recover move move right like something to that effect yeah there are situations probably where that one's useful but the other three are all like really good yeah um yeah no totally and you can use them like on demand it's also not super clear to me. It kind of seems like, for example, for the one aim and one dodge token, there's not a timing window for this. Could you do this like after you roll dice during an attack and be like, you know what? I no, want an aim token. It's, it's no. a free action. Because so... it's a free action. So you've, yeah. you've already taken the attack action. Got it. Yeah. Because yeah. Okay. you're within the attack step still. Right. You can't. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Still good, though. Yeah. Definitely still very good. Um, yeah, I I just like um so I'm, you know, play clones. This this battle force feels like playing clones, but like with the the thing that's that I enjoy about playing clones is that like there are so many little micro options and choices like in a given turn that allow you to like manipulate your units in different ways. A lot of other factions don't have access to that. This is like a similar but different like samey thing right you have you have a resource pool that allows you to like make all of these like little micro choices that allow you to do different cool things um and i find that super interesting um yeah you could almost make like a faction ability for each faction around this concept if yeah. you wanted to i i i would love that i i think it would be crazy crazy cool um and would get me interested in playing the old factions again, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, there. I mean, you can do like rebels get like free moves or free dodge tokens or you know simple stuff like that would be great. Um, I don't know what you would do for empire, but I don't think you could do aim free tokens because terrorized. they already have so many <laughs> aim tokens. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think this is really cool design space. Um, it's super interesting as a as someone who has wanted to get back into droids for a while um again i'm sure it's a balanced choice but i i wish that i could do this with a quote normal-ish droid list and not have to like buy eight boxes of magnets or whatever it is <laughs> so <laughs> i actually think that um you you likely take somewhere in the realm of zero to one magnets in this list. 
Um, so th this is this is how I think the list should be run, and how I think the people that I've talked to that are playing the list are running it. Okay. Okay. Come on. The concept is basically like obviously the battle force is like you should take these weird cool magnets and everybody's like no they're bad and it's pretty obvious right um but it's really centered around the idea of the bx series droid commandos and stacking aim tokens and making their range five pool red red black white sharpshooter one um and giving them some aims from the commanders um because all of it, red red black white sharpshooter one and range fives with like lethal is like pretty good yeah. <laughs> right yeah um and, unless you're shooting into things with dodges which obviously is like a problem nowadays that's like that's that i think is why this list probably isn't like a like a meta breaker or anything but it is like it is a cool thing you can do so i think to the way you run this is you just take like two b1s you take like a token magna guard unit because it's 60 points or you take a b2 or whatever and then you fill out the rest of the list with like three full bx's with snipers maybe slap shields on them because they're like your most important units and you take um the super tax and i believe i could be wrong about this i believe you can take the name super tax you can uh, yeah but you can you're still limited total to one super yeah, tactical right? yes but you take the one that allows you to hand out extra aim to Kalani. stuff Kalani. right yeah um so you can put you because the problem with the bx's has always been like how do you get the aim tokens right yeah. um so you put aim tokens on them and then you use the surge tokens to give them free free extra dice on their attacks and all of a sudden you've got like some really impressive range five units you throw some e5s's on the b1s if you take a magna maybe you take the range four gun just to like add some range four critical all of a sudden you've got a bunch of bx's shooting range five you've got some cores shooting at range four to kind of like fill in the, the shooting gaps all of a sudden you have like a pretty effective range four-esque gun line list that can also like flex into melee threats when they get close if you like if you don't take the shields you can give them vibro swords right and then you've also got magnus potentially that are like pretty cheap you know 60 if you take the magnus i would recommend taking them without the rockets just take them for 60 points if you get charged all of a sudden you've got a bunch of magnus that are beating whatever charge you have in melee right um i don't know that is my take on how you should try to run it um I don't know if it's the best thing you can be doing, but that's the thing that it kind of um, I'm excited about messing around with the most. My my only issue with that, if it is an issue, I guess, is um, and maybe I think it's an interesting concept to use the extra dice on the BX snipers. Um, you do have to take the full unit, which is you do. With the night with the sniper is ninety four points before you add anything else. It would probably be busted if you could do a strike teams. Oh yeah, it'd be it'd be silly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh. So you you've only got you've got your you've got Kalani you've got your two B ones you've got a Magna Guard and you've got your three BXs. That's seven activations. It's only five hundred fifty four points. I think my issue. I guess you just you could take more Magnus or you could take like Droidicus. Um, yeah the filling in the gaps <laughs> it's like there's not a lot of great things to put in that's no, i think that's my no primary doubt. issue i could uh, totally see putting like maybe loaded b2s into that like flex slot I, 
you know, or even or even not B2s because you're probably going to have like somebody with override, right? So maybe that's not a huge deal. It just takes a Magnus with blast gun. They're super or B2s with blast gun and it's super cheap. Um, you can actually take the fully loaded B2 with the T-series and the blast gun and then two, take two of those because that's the max you can take. And it's you're a still, you're still it's at a, 744. Yeah. The, the issue with the fully mo- loaded B2s is that it's a little bit of a non-bow and that because they're fully loaded and you put a T-series in them, they, they lose AI and you can't use the surge token ability on them anymore. Mm. That is that is annoying. I mean, it's, it's probably you have whatever. Targets for you, it. Yeah. Yeah. The, if, if, if you're taking Kalani, Kalani doesn't have override. So That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, you've got other targets for that, so... I think you're probably still okay, but it would be it would be nice actually to be able to use those two extra dice on the range three pool with the blast gun. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're kind of just replacing the red dice that you're losing from not taking the T series in the unit. But anyway, it's it's significantly cheaper though. At that is, at that point, it right? is significantly cheaper. It's only seventy seven points. Yeah, the, the surges are really nice though. You know, the surges are really nice, both offensively and defensively. That's totally um, fair. Yeah. I think you probably want to, like, also see if you can fit aggressive tactics in here. Because none of your units surge. <laughs> yeah. Except, I guess, the BX's surge on offense. But um, it's nice to be able to give, if they're, they're your most important units, which they are, if you're building it like this, then you'll want that option to be able to surge on defense, too. So, And you probably want, like, a couple of repair bots, which you can afford. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if it's good, but it's at least interesting. Um, I do think the Persuader tank is kind of hot garbage. Uh, So bad. It's so bad. It's real bad. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a transport without the transport keyword. Yeah, it's. I feel like I don't. Again, like I'm not sure what their objective with putting the persuader into this list is. And maybe to your point, Kyle, earlier about like where does this list come from? Like maybe there's like an episode of Clone Wars where this is model on and there was like a persuader in the episode or something. So they're like, okay, it gets a persuader droid. You know, uh, I don't know. But this one is if this had just been the original persuader, I think it would actually be usable. Yeah. Like like a you're like, oh, okay, I could like take a magna delivery system right, right. like that yeah. seems okay <laughs> um, yeah or put some b2s in it or something yeah you you like put put a bunch of put a magna unit in you move it once they disembark and get out and then they spend a surge token to do a speed three move right and like all of a sudden they're super chargy boys um what's funny too is the battle force art so like if you go to the the fancy now fancy website the battle forces all have like an art yeah. featured image preview for downloading the PDF. The one for experimental droids <laughs> is the one from the battle of Kashyyyk of a snail tank transporting B ones. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I just think it's funny. It makes sense from like a, if this is supposed to be a mirror to Wookiee defenders, which it kind of feels like it is mm-hmm. yeah, that's that you're talking about the Kashyyyk droids, right? Um, but I don't know. There's a disconnect there. Like I, I don't, I don't really care that much. Like you said, because the special rules are super interesting. But um, I would have loved to just see those special rules like slapped onto like a Kashyyyk invasion force type 
list. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the Persuader 2, like the regular one, the Arsenal 2 is enough because you shoot at like range four with your main gun and your high energy. You move forward. And the next turn, if it's still alive, you shoot with the ion and the main gun. And then it's usually dead. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair, the thing. Okay. <laughs> Persuaders have such big side arcs and white saves. Like literally anything that's shooting them is is chipping off wounds, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um the the I I get I get why weak point sides on things with enormous side arcs is a thing. Um I, I wish that the occupier and the persuader didn't have them just because of how awkward it is on that base size. Um yeah. I, I wish they just had a super high impact value on the rear. Yeah, like like we point three rear or something yeah. like that and, and just make the sides normal. Yep. I don't know. Or, or or even give it like critical one on the sides or something. A like slight buff. As opposed to impact. Yeah. Yeah, I I think this kind of speaks to the greater problem with armor in general, and then sure. it's, just, it's just like this wonky thing that this is just like you know one of those, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know the command to note ability on it is interesting, but it's just direct at range two, and it, what's weird about it too, well, it's direct at range one. Sorry, yes, direct at range one, um. What's weird about it too is that it's only core units and the Magna Guard only count as core units during list building. Yes. So you can't even use this to give orders to the special Magna Guard. You have to use this to give orders to a B1 or a B2, which you know, you're not super incentivized to actually run. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of weird too. Um, I guess you could use it to take care of your two B1 units order requirement, but you can also just take you know both of your commander options also have direct so um i don't know that doesn't seem super useful either but yeah i also think so in, in a little bit of a critique i've heard a lot of complaints about the magna guard unit not necessarily being like the 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 unit card itself i don't think is bad I wouldn't call it. It's fine for what you're paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 60 points for eight dice charge unit in melee with red saves. That's, that's like a reasonable rate. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of fragile to like range pierce and stuff, but if you get them in there, like it's, it's a reasonable, they're going to cause some problems. They're causing problems and you can spam. What, how many can you take in this list? Uh, nine. Well, I guess you can only take six because they count as core unit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can take six. Six. So, and that's what, like 360 points to take them naked? Yep. So the issue is that the, the Magna upgrades are so expensive on these units for what you're getting. Yeah, because you're getting um, one wound models. And and, and what, I, what I wish... And what I've heard echoed a lot is that is that they should have gotten like different versions of these cards that you could put on this unit that would actually be kind of like reasonably priced. 
because all of a sudden when you're throwing a 34 point rocket on a magna unit that has five, that now only has five wounds and the squad is effectively like a hundred points <laughs> like that doesn't feel good yeah i think you also could have taken the route of i mean obviously og magna guard are amazing um, oh yeah but one of the things that makes them that way is retinue Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you could have taken the route of making these guys two wounds, make them more expensive, drop the model count back to be consistent with a normal magnet unit so that your box purchases don't get weird. Um, and then basically, so basically just take Mandigard, strip out retinue, strip out surge hit, uh, do the, still do the worst melee dice and make them a little cheaper. Um, and I think in that way, they're all two wounds and they're the same number of wounds as the heavy weapon upgrades. So you don't have to deal with like separate cards or That's whatever. Fair. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then they would also feel a little bit more like Magna Guard. These guys feel like paper Magna Guard. Well, they're prototypes, feel... right? Sure. Um, right. Yeah, <laughs> I I get that. It just it seems very anti-theme. Prototypes are not always better. Right. I mean, uh, and and oftentimes they're much worse, right? Right. I mean, I, so, but you could lose you could lose retinue, guardian, and surge hit, and still have something that's like not as good as a normal magna guard. Yeah. Right. I, I agree. For for gameplay purposes, I think uh, with that said, like uh, like we said before, I don't think battle forces need to be S tier. Sure. Like, it's totally fine that this is not. I I think there is a version of this list that is. Uh, like far more playable than the Wookiee Battle Force. I think I think that VX list has way more play than any of the Wookiee, anything the Wookiee Battle Force can do. I could it be certainly has more. That. It certainly has more modes available to it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I think it, it's far more flexible and allows you to actually like play, like. Your play will determine and skill will determine more games than than with like the Wookie one is kind of like you just go kill your opponent, right? Um, this one like you're gonna have choices you have to make and options that you're gonna have to choose the best one and figure out what it is, what it's gonna be in the moment, and um, I think that gives you the opportunity to to uh, outplay people a, a little bit more than a Wookie list would would allow you to um yep all right any any further thoughts um i i once i get two more bx's i'll be i'll be playing this one i'm i'm excited about it i'm i'm pretty jazzed i think i, I could be going wookies go burr for a while yeah you all in on the wookies huh I, they are in my bag. I don't have time to reset my bag for a while. <laughs> That's fair. I, uh, I've been going to a local store every day, not every day, once a week. And it's it's a chore to like re like get all the command cards for a new army, put it, take them out of the box, put them in the box, put all the unit cards and all the, oh man, it's, it's a lot. Make sure you got the right order tokens. I just make sure that I have my I have a carrier that has my cards in it. Make mm -hmm. sure that the very, very right-ish cards are in there because my store, some people take their cards out, most don't. 
Mm-hmm. So I just need seven command cards is the only thing I actually need to like grab for cards, which makes it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, then you just have to swap out the models, which is much easier. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. I don't typically w- worry about cards unless I'm going to a tournament. And yeah. oftentimes when I'm going to a tournament, it's like, when did I play the last tournament? Let's just do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, with some minor tweaks sometimes. But yeah. All right. Well, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm Timbo. Stay fresh, cheese bags. I don't know what the thing Jay says is, so I'm not going to say it. Stay cool for Matt. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um.